Besides, the butterfly effect consequences of life are so vast and incomprehensible that your stoic mind is only ever guessing anyways. Maybe your wrong will eventually be a right. Maybe that mistake is actually part of the plan. Am I right? And so, forgive yourself. average CEO reads 60 books per year, and many attribute their success to this habit of constant learning. This is the difference between those who actualize and those who fail. This automization of their learning, this 1% better every day. On the MentorBox podcast, we're making it easy for you to build and maintain that same habit, the same type of constant lifelong learning as those CEOs, simply by listening to this podcast. Make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen and tune in for new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and every Friday. And if you want to dig deeper into what our incredible guests teach, make sure to go to mentorbox.com and become a member today. Hello and welcome to this edition of MentorBox. I'm your host, Jonathan Kendall, and today we'll be deconstructing the power of forgiveness. And I know that that sounds woo-woo right off the bat, but I'll break it down for you, turning this one word, forgiveness, into a solo mantra that, if used correctly and wisely, will move mountains in your life. So here it goes. This is how you want to frame forgiveness rather than an emotion which you either feel or don't feel rather than as a long-term decision you make like, I've decided to finally forgive my father for all the resentment I've built up regarding my childhood that he was unsupportive or demeaning or intentionally letting go of that hurt you've been keeping as a result of your child passing away or forgiving God maybe or the universe, turning that nihilism instead into acceptance. That is fine and well, and I encourage you to spiritually forgive and love and radiate joy and all of that, but that's not what I'm going to speak about today. One, because I'm not qualified, and two, because that takes a bit more personalization than is possible for this style of podcast. Therefore, today, instead, I want you to think of forgiveness as a tool, something you bring out of your belt whenever it's necessary. A one-word mantra, forgive as a verb, an action, not an esoteric noun, forgiveness. No, to forgive. I forgive you. I forgive her. I forgive him. I forgive them. I forgive myself. Forgive. All right, so there are three ways to use this word correctly in general, the first of which is the most powerful and the most relevant since it comes up so often. So I'll start with it. Forgive thyself. So you may know stoicism and my obsession with it by now. The NFL uses it. Navy SEALs use it. Spiritual leaders use it. Politicians use it. Mothers and fathers use it. Basically, stoicism means that you should only pay attention to what you can control. If something happens to you randomly, ask yourself, what can I control about this situation? Usually the answer is a combination of how I emotionally react to it, how I frame the situation, and also how I act after the situation has occurred. 
you hit some unexpected traffic and you are therefore late to work. What to do? Step one, identify what you can control. My mind and my actions, not the traffic. Step two, what am I grateful for about this situation? That I am alive, that my car works, that I have a family and food, that I'm comfortable and in love with someone. Whatever it is that you're grateful for, that's usually a nice antidote to anger or worry or frustration or anxiety. Then step three, what can I control? I can call who I am meeting with right away and tell them about the situation, be calm and honest. What else can I do? I can learn from this mistake. What could I have done to anticipate this and therefore reduce its odds of occurring in the future? Leave earlier? Go to bed earlier? Be prepared weeks ago so I didn't have to cram last night? All these are options. Either way, pick a lesson and absorb it. Perfect. There you are. Stoicism 101. But stoicism, although is a wonderful tool in the short term, it doesn't address a more lingering, I would say, fundamental issue. Namely, that you may, ironically, in being more aware of what you can and cannot control, end up creating a situation in which you also are more aware of your faults. Because if you're constantly taking a step back and uh, assessing yourself and your actions on a higher plane of existence, if you are observing yourself rather than experiencing yourself, then you're also going to be able to more accurately point out your flaws. Because if I'm just going about my day experiencing and doing and feeling and reacting, never observing or judging, then I just am. Whereas if I create a dual citizenship of self, the I which acts and the I which could have acted, then I'm left with a potential worrisome conundrum. A mirror, if you will. Now, I am looking at an existential mirror. And the better I get at this getting outside of myself stoicism, the clearer the picture. High def, right in your face. You versus who you could or should be. You versus the theoretical world which you could create if you only did this or acted this way or reacted like this instead of like that. And then even more, the mirror is a slippery slope to judging others. I see your mirror too. I see what you could have done and what she could have done and how little this person is in control of themselves and how shameful it is. Right? Stoicism then ultimately, this is my point, Stoicism, although is a wonderful tool, it's incomplete. And it's incomplete because if left unchecked, it will become an existential judge, tyrant of ethics and theories. And by the sheer fact that it is so observational rather than experiential, it itself is not self-aware enough to know when it's gone too far. So it creates a never-ending existential loop whereby it ends up eating itself alive and then sometimes, therefore, it can eat you alive as well. So what to do? What is the yin to its yang? The light is not better than the dark, nor the dark better than the light, am I right? They are both required to live in this world. They are both necessary forces. One cannot live without the other. So I contend, the answer is forgiveness of self. Stoicism will show you all the nasty cracks and blow out your insecurities, shoving them into your face. 
Could have done better there. Should have acted in this way instead of that. Why are you so angry? Why are you so discouraged? Don't you know how lucky you have it already? How easy your life is? Don't you know that if you had only done things differently, you wouldn't have ever had to deal with this in the first place? This mess? It's your fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. You are in control of everything. It's all up to you. It's all your fault. Stoicism will say. And so when it does, here's what you do. Say thank you. Thank you for that piece of information. You are right, Stoicism. You are right that I could have been better or done better. But also, I forgive myself. That's the magic wand to forgive. Acknowledge and know and judge and act, of course, but also every single time, absolutely in every and all cases, also forgive yourself for what happened. Because guess what? You're not perfect and you'll never be. And besides, the butterfly effect consequences of life are so vast and incomprehensible that your stoic mind is only ever guessing anyways. Maybe your wrong will eventually be a right. Maybe that mistake is actually part of the plan. Am I right? And so forgive yourself forever and ever, always. Though as for an action plan, basically your day should look like this. Step one, make the best guess plan for success. Step two, try your very best to execute to the top of your capabilities that plan. Step three, in advance, know that you're going to probably screw it up somehow. Step four, react in the best way possible, whenever is possible. Accept, acknowledge, act, and then learn. Be a stoic about it. But then, of course, step five, after the day's done, forgive yourself of everything you did wrong and start over anew. Say it out loud even. Look in the mirror and say, I forgive you. Or say a little prayer. Not perfect today, but that's okay. You tried hard to be good and you'll try hard again tomorrow. I forgive you. It may feel awkward, but it's also incredibly powerful. I do it all the time. Cool? Cool. Though, as I promised, there are a few other ways of using this method. After forgiving yourself every day, after practicing on yourself, also expand that outwardly and into others. Your work colleagues, your partners, your friends, people who are in a hurry on the sidewalk, long lines in the store, your favorite athlete who missed a gimme and lost a game. All these people are people too. And most of them probably don't have the mental models that you have to continued success. Many of them don't even know what stoicism means, let alone that it's not enough. Most people mosey along as they mosey along, often tripping each other along the way. And therefore, it is your opportunity and it is your challenge to forgive all of them for what they do not know and for also what they do. Now, this is not an excuse for perpetually hanging out with people who will bring you down. Because if someone is a constant source of struggle, a negative anchor in your life, then it is not your responsibility to actively save them, nor is it your responsibility to spend any time with them at all. You guard your energy like a castle. Be militant about it if necessary. But no matter, you should always also forgive them. 
them being everyone, them being everyone, and especially remember yourself. Thanks for listening. I hope that helped. Until next time. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening to the MentorBox podcast. If you want to learn more about what our authors, as well as all of our authors teach, make sure to sign up at MentorBox.com. And if you like the MentorBox podcast, please leave us a positive rating and review in Apple Podcasts, as that helps us get discovered by more people who will enjoy and be helped by what we do over here at MentorBox. Also, if you think of anyone who would enjoy or be helped by what we do here at MentorBox, be sure to let them know. We do what we do at MentorBox to try to make the world a better place through the incredible education our authors bring. And we can only do that through your help. So please help us spread the word. Again, thanks for listening. And we'll see you in the next MentorBox podcast.